0: Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, your host, Jill. I actually listened to an episode a couple of episodes ago and I said, welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered program, which I'm sure was really confusing for you because you're like, wait, am I getting a recording from the program or no, you actually have to pay for that. But this is free. The podcast is free. You're welcome. So I... I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Doing awesome. Um, It is like the beginning of March as I'm recording this. We are moving at the beginning of April. So April 1st, we have our new place. If you've been following along with my little stressful journey, our landlord decided to sell our home because the market here in the place where we live is really hot right now. And unfortunately, as tenants, we didn't have a lot of choice. We don't own our house. So the landlord... um, Said that they were selling our house and we were like great and they actually were able to sell it and they couldn't sell it to an investor of course they sold it to somebody who wants the house for themselves so we had to get out and we only had about a month to figure it out but I trusted and I spoke to the universe and I said hey listen big guy up there can you help a girl out um, I usually only ask with regarding to money and business, but a homegirl needs a place to live. So on like literally February 28th, my landlord texted us and was like, hey, I have a friend who is going to be buying this house. Do you want to come see it? We were like, yes, it's basically the same size, except for there's no dishwasher, which that's fine. We're going to get a portable one. It's all going to be good. And there's no second bathroom, which not going to lie to you. We got really comfortable with the second bath. It is so nice not sharing a bathroom with your boyfriend. I cannot say that enough, but it's all good. It's a big bathroom there and there's a tub. And you guys know if you have me on Instagram at your coach, Jill, go over there and hang out with me every day. But if you follow me already, you know that I love my baths. I get the best idea in the baths. I sit there and I manifest and I meditate and I listen to high vibe podcasts and I listen to Amanda Francis in there. And it's just so good. Something that I've been doing actually is, you know how sometimes when you become an entrepreneur and you buy literally every fucking thing that you can possibly get your hands on, I bought a bunch of courses and bundles and all that stuff. So what I do is when I get in the bath, I turn on a recording of something that I've bought in the past because I've bought like courses from Amanda Francis and courses from Reese from Yes Supply and courses like just so many different things and recordings that otherwise I don't really have a lot of time to just sit there and watch a course so I love just like listening to recordings and stuff like that so anyways there's a bathtub we're all good it's literally the only thing I cared about and there's a fenced-in yard so it actually is working out pretty good we're pretty excited um, and our dream home is coming up again if you are following my journey I work full-time and my goal is to be able to leave my job but not before Dustin and I buy a house so we're trying to buy a house we're working on debt payoff right now and down payment accruement if you will and we're working on that over the next couple of months and when the market is better and we're not paying like half a mil for a shack, because that's basically what you can get here. Once we are able to really buy our first home, our first dream home, then I will be able to leave my job. So if you're one of those people who constantly says, Jill, why haven't you left your job? You're making so much money. How come you haven't left your job? It's because we're trying to buy a house people and in this climate. It is hard to buy a house on an entrepreneur's salary, especially because my income has been inconsistent when it came to my business because in 2019, I made 12000 and in 2020, I made one hundred and thirty. but I haven't done my taxes yet for 2020. They're in the works. It's happening right now. But if I were to go and try to get a mortgage right now, they would have to take the average over two years. This is a lot of information. And if you're Canadian, then I mean, I'm sure you love hearing this, but if not, it's fine. Or... Maybe it's the same in the country that you live in. Anyways, long story short, that is my personal um, update for you guys. We're moving. I'm excited. We're going to be um, in a different place. Maybe it'll give off different energy. And I get my Peloton soon. When you're listening to this, I will have had my Peloton for a couple of days. And I am so fucking just about it. Okay. The point of this episode is learning how to not count yourself out. And... I want to tell you a story about how I was subconsciously counting myself out. And this was very recent, literally happened less than a month ago. So I know that i'm the imposter syndrome expert i know that i have a lot of education a lot of knowledge a lot of expertise my clients are amazing and they say how much i have changed their lives and i still suffer with imposter syndrome i still suffer with like am i making an impact am i doing something that is transformative and helping the world okay so the first thing i will say to that is you cannot help millions of people until you help one so I just want to lead in with that, because that's a conversation that I've had with people before, how they're kind of like, but how is me being a mindset coach helping the world? And I have that concern as well. But it's helping the world because you are creating a ripple effect in that person's life, you are making their lives better and helping them through a difficult situation or helping them with their business, whatever kind of coach that you are or service based entrepreneur that you are, and you're helping them and they are then helping other people or they are building better relationships with their loved ones, which means that their kids grow up in a loving, fun environment. There's just so many different ways that you can impact people. But you cannot impact hundreds and 1000s of people until you impact one. Tony Robbins at some point only had one client, he had to sign his first client at some point, And that means that you do too. So that's the first thing I wanted to lean in with. But let me tell you my story. So I'm sure you guys have heard in the podcast how I have signed with a new coach. And this new coach's name is Catherine. She's amazing. She's a business coach, but she primarily does mindset. So she helps you think like an entrepreneur. She helps you move into that entrepreneur like mindset because we are all conditioned with a very employee type of mindset, right? And if I want to leave my job, this is something that I really wanted to invest in. I have a really close friend who also works with her as a one to one client and it's gotten amazing results. So I was like, okay, amazing let's do this like I don't even need time sometimes when I make a decision with coaching I usually lean forward with my intuition and I say like "Ooh, I feel good about this like the last three investments that I've made that have been over $10,000 have all been very immediate because I'm like I know that this is my next level I know that that this is serving me I remember we talked about how it's never about achieving the goal it's about the person you're becoming in the process of achieving that goal and I see that too with investing like I see that with regards to investing in myself and looking at myself from where I am and seeing my potential through investing in this person even if it's a stretch for me financially and it always is a stretch for me financially because of the way I think about money and I actually was going through my story archives on Instagram a couple days ago. And I was realizing how Oh my god, I talked a lot about my journey with money and my limiting beliefs about money, I was reading a couple of money mindset books. And essentially, if you have the same kind of brain and thinking that I do around money, you maybe grew up in an environment where it was like, there was never enough money, but like, not never enough in terms of you didn't have stuff to live. It was just like, extra things felt extra and you felt like some things were unnecessary that you needed, and some things weren't. And you may have felt like the things that you wanted were unnecessary to your well-being, but you still wanted it, and maybe you grew up with Family members that told you you were extra or that you needed all this extra stuff or whatever. So you were shamed for wanting things. So when it comes to investing in coaching, sometimes I have to really coach my own brain in terms of being like, this is not a luxury item. This is a necessity to growing your business and growing into the CEO that you are becoming. So, anyways, as I have been telling you guys, I signed on with this new coach. She was a really big investment, it was the biggest investment I've ever made in myself and in my business. So I made a huge investment into this coach. And I was having a lot of anxiety about it. I was also having stuff on the personal side go on, I felt super burnt out, and all the housing stuff was going on. And that threatened my physical safety because we were going to be fucking homeless. And I was like, oh my god, so I was really nervous about it and then I invested it was just like the worst time ever Or so my brain wanted me to think that it was the worst time ever and I was so nervous about it And when I did it, I thought I would feel like so much better being like, yes, fuck yes, I invested in myself. But instead, I felt really anxious and really nervous. And like, I was so anxious before getting on the phone with her and I felt not good enough and all these things happened. And it wasn't until I was in the bath, as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, I was in one of my baths and like meditating and just like really soaking in the vibes and feeling really good and like trying to pay attention to this Amanda Francis recording that I was listening to. And somebody asked a question about debt. And I had heard this recording before. Let me just say this. And this is why I don't think you can ever hear the same thing enough times because whenever you hear something, you are receiving it as the person you are currently. But if you were to Fast forward six months and listen to it again, you may receive the same information differently. And that's why you should go into every program, every course, whatever you invest yourself in, and do not go in with the attitude of I've heard this before, because you may have heard it before, but you may have not received it in the way that you need. So I was listening to this recording and Amanda was responding to a question about how somebody said that what do you do if you feel really shameful about the debt that you have accrued? And she was talking about how sometimes you don't feel worthy of the purchases that you make. And I literally, my eyes opened, like I opened my eyes and I sat up in the bath and I was like, yeah. (laughs) And I had the realization that I didn't feel worthy of investing in Catherine. I didn't feel worthy of investing over 20,000 Canadian dollars in this coach because I wasn't good enough I wasn't a good enough coach who was I to invest this much into a coach when I wasn't going to even amount to anything and this hit me like a wall of bricks like I was just like oh my god because my brain made that up my brain was perpetuating the story subconsciously and it was affecting the way I showed up in my launch it was affecting that the way I was showing up on stories it was affecting the way I was interacting with people who weren't my clients because I have a very clear divide. I am very energetically aligned with my clients. I care about my clients so much. So when I get on calls with them, or when I'm talking to them, it's 100% about them 100%. But when it came to selling, you're selling yourself, right? You're selling yourself, you're selling your services. And I had a really hard time getting behind myself at that point, because I had this subconscious story of well, you just invested a fuck ton of money. And like, it's not even going to be worth it, because you're not worth it. And I was like, holy shit like I literally like sat up and my eyes flew open and I was like holy fuck because it hit me I was just like this is a story that I have been subconsciously perpetuating that I couldn't put into words and I got into bed afterwards and I was journaling and I was like I realized that I didn't feel worthy of Catherine's coaching and her and I actually had this Conversation about it. And of course, she looked shocked and was like, But you made the investment. Like, you obviously believed in yourself enough to make the investment. And I was counting myself out. Like, I was counting myself out, even though the money that I was investing talks. Like, I clearly still invested. I clearly still took the steps in order to be in her space and in her energy and to be coached by her. I took the steps and That's because I really do believe, like, on a core level that I do believe in myself. It's just sometimes I need um, the support and the work because, like, we all do. We all have these, like, faltering moments. And you know what? It actually is related to me putting pressure on myself and me being like, I need to make all this money because we were moving and I was really stressed out about it. So of course, my brain went into scarcity and lack, which ended up just affecting my launch, it affected like how I was showing up on Instagram and all that stuff. So anyways, I was really going through it. So once I identified this, I was like, Oh, fuck, like, this isn't true. Who says that I'm not worthy of working with Catherine? Who says that I'm not able to create hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, because I've never made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars before in a year, and that's my new goal. But I made like a hundred and thirty thousand dollars last year. So I knew that I had the evidence of creating money, but my brain was like, Yeah, but we've never done this before. And my brain really likes focusing on hard, concrete evidence. If it didn't happen before in my realm, regardless of if it happened with somebody else, like my coach just had a $200,000 launch. So like, it's possible, like literally, I work closely with people who are making hundreds of 1000s of dollars, I was counting myself out, I had the subconscious story of how I was counting myself out, without even really realizing what the story exactly was, because I had taken the action. But then I was being a wuss, because I wasn't like showing up confidently. And it all stemmed from me telling myself subconsciously, I wasn't worthy of that investment. And I'm gonna fuck it up like I'm gonna fuck it up. But the thing is, you can't fuck it up. You literally cannot fuck it up unless you quit. So obviously, because I am who I am, I continue to show up regardless, I continue to put content out, I continue to do the work, even though it felt hard in the moment, I journaled, I took my baths, I did the meditations, I did the EFT tapping, I worked with my clients, I still show up and do the fucking thing, even when I feel nervous or scared about it. Let me, of course, tie this to imposter syndrome, because you may feel like you need to count yourself out when it comes to, let's say you want to work with me one-to-one, or let's say you want to be in the From Imposter to Empowered program, but you're like... But even if I do all this work, I don't think I'm going to measure up to whatever type of standard you have for yourself. Or you think, yeah, if I was a coach who was going to be super successful, I would totally join that program. Like it would be no question. If I knew that I could make my investment back right away, of course I would coach with you, Jill, because then we can work through all this shit and I can become the most badass CEO ever. But you have to show up like that is me it will be me. Even if you don't feel like it right now, you have to show up with even though I don't feel like this imposter syndrome fucking 101 the number one hack you have to show up as if I know that right now, even though I don't 100% feel this confident or feel this worthy or really for certain know if I'm gonna make it. It will be me. Like I know that I'm going to get there. I know that I can do the thought work and work on grounding in my body and feeling safe in my body and having that consistency in my business. I know that that's going to happen. So I need to show up as if it's going to happen. Don't count yourself out. Don't tell yourself that I'm not going to be able to achieve this. Because the second that you say that to yourself, the second the evidence comes those past experiences that come up for you and you say, I don't think I'm going to be able to achieve this because of this that happened in public school or this that happened in university. I had a client who quit everything, everything that she's ever done. She's always quit. And I was like, when are you going to not make that a thing? And she was like, what? I'm like, when are you going to not make that a big deal? But you obviously carry a lot of shame from it. What if you just decided that didn't have to be your story anymore? What would it look like? she was looking ahead thinking, but what if I quit this? Instead of looking ahead thinking, but what if I kept going? That is the difference between impossibility standards and possibility standards. So I talk about this with my clients, how we have impossibility standards. So the impossibility of like, I'm not gonna be able to do this or what if this all fucks up? Or what if I bring shame upon my family? What if I'm not perfect? Or what if I have a bad feeling or an anxious feeling? What's that gonna mean? Instead of possibility standards, like, but what if I just showed up and acted as if? What if I opened myself up to the possibilities of this launch being amazing? what if i knew that the clients were coming and that it was already mine instead of just waiting to see if things were going to work out for me what if i just decided that i am going to make two hundred fifty thousand dollars this year and the how is not important but what if i just decided that i was and to put my energy towards how that's gonna feel instead of thinking but what if i don't but what if i don't is the world gonna fucking end probably not but why would i focus on that Why would I focus on the impossibility of making $250,000 when I could think of the possibility of making $250,000? You have to learn how to not count yourself out. You have to learn how to pick yourself for the softball team. And let me just say, this bitch literally never got picked for anything. Like, I can really tie this back to being a child at school and always feeling like the last picked out of my friends and always feeling like the last picked for the kickball team or the last picked to play tetherball or the the person who didn't even make the basketball team in grade six my friends make fun of me about this all the time in grade six all of my friends made the basketball team and I was literally the only person who didn't get picked I really sucked but that's not the point the point is is I had this story of that I was never picked for anything like I was never the one I had to pick myself I had to be like yeah you as a potential client you should fucking work with me because I will change your life I will help you create amazing results for yourself we will be in co-creation together you should pick me and that's the energy that you need to have for yourself Because at the end of the day, like nobody else is clapping for you, you have to clap for yourself, especially in the beginning, you really do have to clap for yourself, you have to get that internal validation, which is so hard, because we as humans naturally look for the external validation. And what I had to do with Catherine was to not count myself out, was to invest, and then not go into hiding proving to myself that I actually couldn't do this and that it was a waste of money because that's exactly what I was doing by hiding and I know if you have me on Instagram you're like Jill you literally didn't hide at all but that's what it felt like it felt like nervous and scared and anxious energy and desperate energy and I had to do a lot of work in the last month and a half to like get myself back on track and I don't want this to be a discouraging thing because I don't think this needs to happen each time you invest. I've invested before um, thousands and thousands of dollars that weren't $20,000 in a coach. This was just like my like maximum. Like I had like never invested this much money into a single human being. (laughs) And it was very, very scary. And it kind of like rocked my world a little bit at the same time of me, like not knowing if I was gonna have a home at the end of March, you know what I mean? So with that stress it all just kind of piled on. Also, I literally stare at a computer all day long with my job. And then I'm staring at my tiny computer, which is my phone for my coaching business. And then I'm staring at a large TV when I want to take a break. I actually bought one of those like, it's like an eye massager from Amazon. Somebody needs to fucking take my Amazon account away from me though, because oh my god, I'm just... Buying the most random shit. Anyways, I was a little bit burnt out. It's been hard working from home. Haven't seen the sun in a long time because, like, I mean, it's been like dreary, but as I'm recording this, I actually took Hugo on our first walk of 2021 today because it's warm. It's like seven degrees Celsius here. So I took him for a walk and he hated every second of it because it was really wet, but it was great. I got out, I took a walk. So at the end of the day, I just like needed to do some like recouping and I don't want this again to be discouraging because you're going to have times in your business where you feel kind of low and you feel like the things aren't working out but like it doesn't mean anything about like your future you know like it only does mean something if you let it mean something and if you let it inform the rest of your experiences when it comes to your online business and you can choose to hide or you can choose to fucking show up anyways and then you can talk about how you got through that tough time when everyone was like what the fuck like you seemed fine and it was like. Well, you're a human with a human brain and a human body. So you're going to have unhelpful thoughts because that's how the brain works. And you're going to have negative emotions because that's how the body works. As a human, you have a range of emotions. So that was the point of this episode was to not count yourself out because I know what it feels like. And I know that not everybody's subconscious story is going to sound like mine. Like I wasn't worthy of investing in this coach. But if this is something that you can relate to in terms of being worthy of investing in a coach or a program using a credit card or being worthy of even running your business, like I'm positive, just like how I have stories from the playground and as a kid, I'm positive that you have those experiences too that are making your business not fun, that are making stuff in your business difficult and hard because you're having unhelpful thoughts and you're feeling unhelpful emotions about it and you're making it mean a bunch of fucking shit and you're also making it mean that you can't make any fucking money at this thing and if that is you I do have a wait list open for my private coaching which is the one way you can work with me and I also have the wait list for the from imposter to empowered program which is another way which is a group program so with private coaching, you get access to me, you get my eyes on your business, complete personalized experience, really deep, transformative, personalized work. And in the From Imposter to Empowered program, it is a group community. It is my unique methodology, finding defeat, and you get the added benefit of the support from the other people in the group. And I help you overcome imposter syndrome. And I help you uncover those deep limiting beliefs in those subconscious stories that may be affecting something as simple as showing up on stories and really knowing that what you have to offer is good and worthy of compensation and that you are worthy of being paid. What you want to be paid, and that you are worthy of growing this business and being successful. Because I know that you can hear that consciously, but somewhere subconsciously, if you're listening to this episode, you're thinking it's not possible for you, and we should change that. So, the work with me link is in the show notes, and join the waitlist for either the From Impostor to Empowered group program or private coaching. And I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free 3-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.